Okay. Sorry, I'll talk normal. So you're not going to tell me what we're doing? So this is the bonus Halloween episode? This is the bonus Halloween episode. My name's Brian. I'm Murdoch. And this is Story Guys. Uh, we usually come to you once a week uh, with a fake storytelling game show. Today we're just going to tell stories in a non-game show format because I'm seeding my win before the podcast even starts. Oh, this is why. This is what you said before we started. Because a lot of Brian and I get in here, and we we really do just go for it. We tell stories like we don't, you know, like plan any of these things. But I walked in, and this happened really fast. You're 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 plotting. Well, I it, it's it's all in a good way. So uh, a little background, as you probably know, Murdoch and I used to have another podcast years ago. And we kind of accidentally started a tradition on that show where we did a Halloween episode every year. And the first year <laughs> so that we weird. the first year that we did the Halloween episode, you told maybe my all time favorite story from your childhood. Oh. And instead of shoehorning it into another episode, okay, which one was that? <laughs> so I, I I'll start it and then I want you to finish it. I'll try. This is basically an excuse. So so this is how the structure of this bonus episode is going to work, right? <laughs> You're going to tell this story. I don't have a story to compete. So then I'm going to sing you a song about skeletons and then we're going to be done. Okay. All right. So you're going to start telling my story and I finish it? Well, it, I, I'm just going to give you what you need to know to know what story this is to tell. Okay. So it. you told me this story probably close to 10 years ago and I still think about it regularly. Oh, man. I can't remember what I did yesterday. <laughs> so it's about the guy with the Halloween house in Lewisburg. Yeah. Yeah, the street over. Yeah. So <laughs> so please regale us with this story if from your child. I feel like we need a sound effect when we hear a story from your childhood where it's like on Wayne's World, you know? Like we need some sort of like a scene setting, like like the thing where you would turn the page on the record that came with the booklet, you know? Ding. Yeah. Like now we're going back to Lewisburg in 1987. So uh, not not my favorite holiday. I know that's not a popular thing to say, but I don't have a lot of like really great memories about Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do remember one year I had like an alien or like an ET mask and a Michael Jackson jacket. And, and I was at school and, and everyone got to vote. You had to put your head down to vote. And I, 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 when it was, I raised my hand to vote for me and realized no one else is voting for me. And like, I always went to like <laughs> Halloween was never going to be awesome. But there was one thing that we did. So you like, wait, wait, wait. You looked up from your desk and realized that you were the oh. only person voting for yourself. Yeah, like, oh. And you were wearing a, a E.T. mask. And like a Michael Jackson jacket. Like nothing okay. it made yeah, sense. Yeah, but it didn't make sense. You didn't try very hard. Like you're not going to win, Mark. You have to You have to try harder than that. I didn't have like someone doing like the crafty thing with the Halloween. But listen, this okay. So, but the thing that we, that would happen in my hometown is you would get egged. You would get uh, toilet paper, TP'd, like your house would get TP'd. Like, I remember riding around and just getting egged, like, and my mom's like, what's that? And I was like, that's Brian Tankersley. He, that's, he's, he's a junior. <laughs> like, like, you know, for, like, like, you would be driving your car and people would just pop up from the side of the road? Well, no, they'd be like, there'd be like a guys in trucks and they'd be standing like on the back of trucks and they just <laughs> slam so it redneck. on, on, on your windshield. But so, uh, but anyway, there was a thing that we did as, as, as a kid, so when I first grew up in this first house until I was 14, there was a guy and he was a block over and everyone would just drive through like they would like in those towns, like this one where there's like all the houses that are like all decorated. People would just drive down this street because of this one house and uh, and you would drive by or you could walk up to it. And if you drove by, he would come up with the chainsaw to the the window 
with a road with a mask on. It was terrifying. I just kid. love the idea that this guy and, comes home from work and he's like, Barbara, I'm gonna be out in the yard dressed up with a chainsaw. And and then there was a, a real woman in a casket and they had like, you know, weird lights and smoke and, and he had a PA and a microphone and he would go, Come and touch the dead lady. Come and touch the dead lady for some candy, little boy. Hey little boy. And so this, people, this is the part of the story that I wanted to hear. And then, and then, uh, you know, sometimes they would touch the lady, and the lady would grab them and pull them into the casket. How <laughs> terrifying! So dark. Is it? Like, yeah. All of this it, would not fly. Like, can you? Okay. First of all, let's just back up and discuss one more time. Guy comes home from work, decides he's going into the yard to mess with the cars that drive through to look at the weird decorations he's put in his yard, and he's going to slap their window with a chainsaw. Meanwhile. A woman who I can only assume is his wife, or maybe a mistress, who knows? Maybe a girl in high school. Like I don't know, did, man. Were there different girls? Did they take shifts? Did he like I, I was did he a, pay them? I have so many questions. I was a little kid. Like none of that <laughs> all these things were So weird. how freaked out were you about this whole thing? It scared me. The chainsaw the chainsaw scared me and and if I'm anywhere. Like, if I know someone's cutting down a tree, like, it looks like one of your neighbors over here is going to he cut down that bush when I get out of here, when I'm backing out yeah, of your yeah, house, yeah, that yeah. bush sucks so bad. Bush is gone. That chainsaw wouldn't bother me. But if it was, like, Halloween and my suspension of disbelief is gone, the fourth wall is gone, I know it's Halloween. I know weird stuff's going to happen. But the chainsaw starts, I get, I get physically ill. Like, I just get <laughs> so uncomfortable. So, Come and touch the dead lady. Yeah, yeah. That's a... <laughs> And there's and there's a did I ever, did I tell you I found out later through uh, someone else in my family something about because you know where I grew up was really small his name I mean, his name was Paul I know that I so, so you've done home. a little recon on who this I didn't ha- I didn't get a was. lot of, I got I got just enough recon okay and hit I, me I told someone that's a little older in my family I said hey do you remember remember there's like a block over and it was the guy with the chainsaw and the coffin or whatever. And they're like, Oh, that's, you know, that's blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, he was the, he was the pot dealer. (laughs) Oh yeah. You did tell me that. It's like, Oh, it's like, Oh, so the guy with the crazy Halloween stuff (laughs) for like a week on Halloween was also that guy. None of that is surprising. Yeah. In in retrospect. Yeah. That's why we had an international airport. I always heard that joke when I was a little kid. I didn't understand what that meant, but now I do. <laughs> so, okay, are you going to sing me a skeleton song? Yes, thank you for telling me that story. So I was thinking uh, the other day about songwriting in general, and when I was probably 18 or 19, I wrote this song I'm about to play for you, and it's the only thing that's stuck around in my brain as far as the songs I've written. And occasionally I'll be going through cleaning something up, cleaning up a notebook or something, cleaning up something in the basement, and I'll find a stack of papers, and I'll go through, and I'll find like old song lyrics. And I'll say like, oh yeah, I wrote, but nothing connects, right? But this is the one song that has stuck around. And uh, and I realized it's, it's you know, it's loosely about, I mean, it's very specifically about skeletons. Now, it's not really a Halloween song, but I thought this is a good excuse to give you a gift in return for hearing the Touch the Dead Lady <laughs> story that I've heard a million times. I just feel like our new audience needs to make sure they know that story. And this is going to be my exchange for you on the Halloween episode. Cause it would be unfair to just make you tell a story and not give you something in return. So since I know I can't beat the touch of the dead lady story, you're Halloween bonus me, episode. This is, you're going to give me your werewolves of London. I'm going to give song. you, that's a hundred percent what this is. <laughs> okay. Hold on just a second. As I set up here in the studio, there are pictures in my closet that the skeletons must have hung. 
They're photographs causing frequent laughs at all the stupid things I've done. And there's a stereophonic recording detailing the days of my life and a diary of desecration with all of my favorite lies. And there's an auction in the living room where the skeletons are taking bids and they're handing out to the highest dollar all the things that I've kept hid. And there's refreshments in the kitchen for all of you who've come to stare. So be sure to get your cup of cold shoulder or some dirty underwear. Cause all is fair in love and war and the war of love's the worst. But I guess I should have thought of that. Guess I should have thought of that. Guess I should have thought of that before I sold the hearse. Oh my word. <laughs> what have you shared with all of us? Happy Halloween from oh, my house to yours. That was really that was really lovely. I've never heard you like throw down the lovely before. Uh, well, I don't know. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, happy Halloween to you. Favorite candy is, real quick, before we go. Now, I'm one of these weirdos. I mean, my favorite candy Sour Patch Kids, but Halloween mm-hmm. time, I do love the candy corn, which I realize is sometimes an unpopular opinion. Yeah. Do you remember mine? I have a... Uh, just a I'm Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. But oh, well, I mean, yeah. But do you, have a, do you have a Halloween one? I mean, everybody likes Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I do, I do tell my sister. She says she doesn't like peanut butter and chocolate together, and I'm like, this is the problem. Yeah, uh, but I like the eggs in the trees. <laughs> I like the other, the other shape and things that look like real things. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. A- anytime you can put peanut butter and chocolate together. Uh, so, do you have a Halloween candy that you like? Um, no, not. Really. Oh, okay. No. You're just it's, re- it's just Reese's peanut. Butter. Sour Patch Kids and Reese's Pieces. Reese's peanut butter. Cups, I was yeah. taught a funny anecdote about Sour Patch Kids. I was with dinner with someone that I didn't know super well. It was a long table full of people, and I got talking to him, and we were talking about beers as you do with strangers. And um, and he said, "Oh, I can't." You know, it's a slightly older guy, and he said, "I can't get on board with all these." all these sour beers. And I said, oh, they're my favorite. And he said, yeah, sour beers are for a generation of wimps raised on Sour Patch Kids. And I was like, that's me. (laughs) You just nailed it, sir. You just nailed it. Well, uh, happy Halloween. Um, Don't bite down too much, too fast on anything you pull out of the candy bag because it might have a razor blade in it. That's Well, I mean, thanks for just bringing us all down. (laughs) I mean... I thought the thing was dark with the guy in my, my hometown or whatever. And, and well, I was going to say, and the last piece of advice I have for you is... Keep telling stories. I was going to say, touch the dead lady. 